if you haven't found a morning routine where you can really stick to and it's not like actual chore to do for the day, I got you. Today, we're going to figure it out. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Real Talk Lala podcast. It's your girl, Nashika G. And today, we're going to talk about morning routines. Like, I know this subject is very... uh, widely talked about they're saying like your morning routine gets you going changes your life and it actually does but finding the perfect routine for you is a challenge in itself and for someone who has tried multiple and all kinds of morning routines and haven't stuck to like 90 percent of them I found one that can actually work for me that actually adjusts to my own life that actually doesn't feel like a chore when I'm doing it it just you know at first you always you have to force yourself into a good habit but once the habit starts to pick up and it actually fits into your lifestyle it just becomes a part of you and I finally found that morning routine for me. And trust me, it took a lot of trials and tribulations, but these are, this morning routine I'm going to talk about today is not your typical single person, uh, millionaire, you know, someone who has all the free time in their life kind of morning routine, but me as a stay-at-home mom, it's, it's sometimes difficult to, stick to a morning routine and actually find out one that works. So let, let's just jump into it. Okay. First thing is first, I always set at least an hour buffer time when I wake up. So knowing that I have to put my son on the bus at 8.15, I'm not a morning person. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not a morning person and you don't need a mor- to be a morning person to have a good morning routine. But you do have to maximize the time that you have. I'm not a morning person. So you don't really have to be a morning person to have a set good morning routine, morning schedule that really gives you a productive day. But my body now naturally wakes up at four o'clock and that doesn't mean I have turned into a morning person. I am still not a morning person. I can still uh, go to, get up, go to the bathroom and come back to bed and go right back to sleep. But I force myself not to do that because I know when I wake up at 7, uh, 15, I'm going to be a little more tired than I was at four o'clock. So I push myself at four o'clock to get up and I give myself an hour, hour and a half buffer time just for my body to slowly wake up, um, that I'm not in a rush. I'm not getting my blood pumping to the point where, you know, I get anxiety. So I take my time. I may choose to make a cup of tea or, you know, brush my teeth. I don't even have to do that. I can literally just meditate for a second or just walk around the house leisurely. Just give your whatever you want to do in that hour, hour and a half, give yourself that buffer time for you to wake up, for you to come back to reality, for your mind to catch up with your body, all that type of stuff. It's not, uh, 
you know, you're getting up and you have to be to work at 20 minutes later and you have to rush through your whole, you don't want to do that to self. So even, even if you only could give yourself 30 minutes, do that. Give yourself a buffer time for your body wake up. And if you're a person that just wakes up at the last minute, start training yourself to wake up at least an hour or 30 minutes earlier. And that comes into my second um, routine is I always wake up the same time every day, no matter what, no matter if I go to sleep late, if I go to sleep early, I am making sure that I wake up at four o'clock or 4.15-ish on the dot. I'm not missing that 15 minutes between four o'clock or 3.45. Now, that sets your your arcadian rhythm, which is like your internal alarm clock. So now that I've woken up four o'clock almost every day and I haven't really got off schedule with that, my body wakes up without an alarm. I know around 3.45, four o'clock, 14, 4.15, I'm definitely going to be up because my body is just naturally, uh, program to wake up at that time. And that's what you want. You want that routine schedule for your body to not even go against you. If you wake up four o'clock one morning and seven o'clock another morning and 10 o'clock another, your body has no idea when it's supposed to rise, when, you know, you're supposed to get your day started. So that's why sometimes you're tireder than you were on previous day because your body's thinking, okay, today I'm going to wake up at 10, but you wake up at six and it's like, yo, I didn't get that extra three hours of three or four hours of, um, I don't know, whatever your body needs when it sleeps, you know, regeneration of your muscles and, but wake up at the same time every day. And I promise you it will become like clockwork and maybe you then can become a morning person, you know, because now your body is like, okay, I need to wake up at six o'clock every day. Boom. First thing I do when I get out the bed, well, generally when Elijah gets out the bed, because through the night he has crawled into my bed telling me he doesn't want to be in his room alone. So he's still in the bed. When he wakes up, as soon as he wakes up, I make sure I make the bed. I'm making the bed. That is my first accomplishment of the day. And it just gives you um, a clearer mind. When your space is clear, your mind is clear. When you make your bed in the morning, you give yourself a accomplishment that you have made. And it just gives you the motivation to do more accomplishments throughout the day. And even like if my room is not a hundred percent clean. If I make my bed, I swear to you, 75% of the room is clean. So no matter what, make your bed. And now that I have put that in my routine, I cannot go without making my bed. It's so funny because like Elijah will wake up, I'll, I'll rush to get him on the bus or whatever. And I come back and I'll be like, oh, okay, I got to go out the door. I got to go do something. And I don't make the bed. You know, it will bother me. <laughs> it will bother me so much. I will get in my car and I'll be thinking about it. I'm like, nope, I got to go make my bed. I'll get out the car, go back in the house, make the bed, and then come back out and go where I need to go. Like making your bed has a big, big, big impact on your life. 
it changes your life. It makes you want to be more organized, more clean, more. And like I said, when your space is organized, your mind is organized. When your space is clean, your mind is clean. You're not thinking about a whole bunch of, because I know it's like a known fact when you're concentrated on something, right? Let's say you're working on a computer or something, you're working on a project and your room is messy subconsciously your mind has fixation on those things that are out of place and you might think like oh I can ignore the mess and just get to work but you'll see yourself starting to get distracted by the things that are out of place in your space so a made um like an unmade bed is the biggest most like like the biggest objects in your room it's like a big focus so make your bed all right so number four let's keep a bottle of water at the side of your bed I bought myself a nice Ikea glass bottle with you know like a nice one I don't know what it's called but it's a nice tall bottle and I keep it by my side, filled with water, put some lemon on there sometimes. And when I get up in the morning, as soon when I put my feet on those, not even if I put my feet on the floor, if I just sit up in the bed, I'm drinking that that bottle, at least half of it as soon before I even get out of bed. So I drink because when you are sleeping, your body tends to go and big dehydration and you wake up in the morning don't you feel dry I know I feel dry my eyes are dry my mouth is dry my skin feels oh you know so I rehydrate myself right away especially me having sickle cell that's like number one hydrate yourself and everybody needs to hydrate themselves, especially waking up. Those are the best times to hydrate yourself instead of filling your body up with coffee and put it right by your side of your bed. So you have no excuse like, oh, I don't feel like going to the refrigerator and blah, blah, blah. And the best temperature to drink water at is room temperature. So put it by your side, stop complaining, make sure it's filled before you go to bed and get up in the morning and chug it. I got this bottle I have is 32 ounces. I at least I try to drink the whole thing, but I at least drink half of it before my feet touch the ground. So make sure you drink your water. Number five. Now journaling. This is very this might not like suit everybody's uh forte, I guess, but a lot of people mention journaling, like it's so good for them, blah, blah, blah. And I've tried it. I've tried journaling many times and I, I get it. I'll journal. I do feel better. I'm not going to lie. I got my, you know, whatever I was going through the day. I usually journal at night and sometimes I'll journal in the morning, but I could never get myself to journal in the morning, like it to journal full pages at that at night it made sense but in the morning journaling pages after pages of journaling it just didn't it just didn't catch on for me it didn't come become a habit until I figured out that I don't need to draw uh write down pages all I need is three sentences how I'm feeling when I wake up this morning what I intend to do and how I intend to do it period like, I make sure I write down these three sentences that are not going to 
make me feel like I need to write tons of pages just to get my day going. I feel like the journaling aspect just, it, it kind of brought me down every time it was right. It was like, it felt like a chore. So once I figured out, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I feel good when I journal, but I don't feel good about writing pages. So what can I do? Write three sentences, how I'm feeling this morning, what I want to do and how I plan to do it. And then at night, if I want to journal more, I can do that. But the morning, and it just gives me a sense of direction for the day. And it made it so much easier for me. So if you want to journal and you're not into writing pages, try three sentences. It'll work. All right. Number six, get into nature. No matter what. I don't care if it's raining outside, snowing, below 45, like, even if you just walk down the block, get out into nature. I'm somebody who has suffered from seasonal depression in and out throughout the the year, up and down. And I realized the times that I go through less depression is when it's in the summertime. And I realized that because I get out more. So I push myself to get out in the winter time even though I don't really want to, but once I get out in nature, I set, I feel my mind just be more right than it is. I feel my mind at ease. I feel anxiety go out. Getting into nature, even listening to the birds, just watching butterflies or even watching snowfall, the rainfall. Like if you're outside in a, a rainstorm, Go under a tree or go under a, like a, a ledge and just watch the rainfall and pay attention to how it hits the ground, how it falls out of the sky, how it hits the tree, how the, the animals run through it. Like experiencing all the things of nature just gives you a sense of therapy that no pill, no doctor, no nothing, no conversation. It gives you a sense of therapy that no, none of those things can give you. So get out to nature, preferably every day, every single day. Next thing, I make sure I meditate at least 10 minutes. Now, meditation, people believe in it, people don't believe in it. And I really think it is because meditation is a skill you have to build. When I first started out, I'm like, it took me months to really get consistent with it because people would say it's all so good. And I'm like, okay, when I started, I don't feel all this goodness. This is like, it's a, it's hard. It's like what I'm thinking of all these things. I can't like shut my mind. Like, how do you do that? So researching and just hearing it over and over that again, like meditation, meditation, meditation. I finally got to a point where I could quiet my mind. I know how to sit my ass down. And usually I'm not sitting, you know, people meditate with their legs crossed and they're sitting up with their hands in their knees. And for me, that doesn't work. I have to lay down excuse me, I have to lay down in butterfly position with my legs open and my head, my hands behind my head. And that's how I meditate. You got to find your 
uh, position. You got to find your place. You got to find your comfort when it comes to meditation. Then you really focus on your breath. And that's when your mind, of course, your mind is going to think of things. It happens all the time, but then you'll start to learn how to quiet your mind and really focus on your breath work. And once you get to that point, game changer, game changer, 10 minutes uh, a day. And when you feel anxiety, just sit yourself down and meditate 10 minutes. And I think the last thing of my morning routine, either if I'm cleaning or I'm making my tea or we're waiting for the bus or even while I'm making my bed and doing all these other things in the morning, getting Elijah dressed, I intake some kind of self-development content, whether it be a podcast or an audio book, a YouTube video. I'm giving myself some inspiration, some knowledge, something that I want to to conduct for my life and make it better. And I intake those things every day. Every day, I encourage you to learn something new. Every day, I encourage you to inspire yourself, whatever it takes. You know, there's always something to learn. Never be content with where you are because your life can be so much better. And these are some of the changes that you need to make. A morning routine is essential. And I promise you, once you become consistent with it, you'll see your life change and then you'll start to trickle into other areas of your life that you want to change and it'll make things so much better. I hope this podcast helps you guys. If you guys have any questions, any comments, you know where to find me, Real Talk Lala on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Real Talk Lala underscore. And even on this podcast, leave your questions. We want to create a conversation here. Like what are some things in your morning routine that you think are, you can't do without and everybody should try? Let us know. But until the next podcast, be bold, be brave, and be a beast at what you do. Bye.